0: Comforting the Chaos is a podcast by two people who want to do just that, provide comfort in the chaos of a world that does not always like to engage in the uncomfortable, yet necessary conversations that create authentic connection and help us heal from the things that have happened to us and around us. We hope to share what we've learned through our own experiences and continued healing and deep conversations to help others find comfort in the chaos as well. Join us for profound thoughts, dark humor, and attempts to leave the world a little better than we found it. Please remember that this podcast is not a substitute for professional mental health services. And if you require resources, please reach out to a local provider.
1: Welcome to Comforting the Chaos. I'm your host, Paula Furman.
0: And I'm Jackie Palm.
1: We are here today recording from Washington, D.C., Yes,
0: we are in Washington D.C. because we saw a very talented poet last night named Ruby Cor. Yes, at the Lincoln Theater, and we we loved it.
1: Yes, it was an amazing show. Every part of it was amazing.
0: It was so good. Yes, she writes a lot of poetry. She has four books out now. Milk and Honey, The Sun and Her Flowers, Homebody, and then her latest book is Healing with Words, which I have not gotten my hands on yet, but when I do, I will be very, very excited about it. (laughs) Yes,
1: it's definitely one of my soon-to-read books.
0: Yes. Her poetry is very raw, I would say, Mm -hmm. and very authentic, which is something we talk about a lot. And so it was very cool to be in a theater with like a bunch of like-minded people, I would say that are, you can tell if they're there, they've kind of like gone, gone through life (laughs) and, and admitted that to themselves, I think because her, her poetry is very, it's, I think it's relatable to a lot of people because she's so authentic about her experiences.
1: Yeah, it's definitely a lot of, like, a lot of the poems that she read are related to trauma. Not to say, like, everything is about that. It's definitely very, very relatable, I will say.
0: For sure. And and the cool part about her, too, I think, is because she knows how to be real, but she also is, like, very funny. <laughs> I wasn't, I actually don't know that I was expecting her to be as funny as she was, but she like really, she had the whole audience like laughing and then she'd have you crying with this like <laughs> emotional rawness of like a poem. And I, I just felt like it was a very cool, like dynamic and like a very like comfortable environment. And I'll, I, I took some videos. I'll share those probably on the Facebook group. Cause I don't know if Instagram will let me upload long videos, but we'll see. but we were gonna both share our favorite well it's hard to narrow down like an exact favorite because i feel like she has so many good things to say but we each are going to share a favorite poem of ours by her so do you want to read yours first and then we can talk about it a little bit yes
1: let me just get to that also her clothes her outfits, yes. they're amazing, by the way, if you're into that kind of stuff.
0: They're so pretty and sparkly, which, like, if there was more of an occasion... Well, maybe, maybe there is more of an occasion. I should wear sparkles more, basically. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just want to wear crowns. <laughs> that, too. <laughs> Here it is. Okay. Okay. One of, her, one of my favorites, it's from The Sun of Her Flowers, and it says... I made change after change, on the road to perfection, but when I finally felt beautiful enough, their definition of beauty suddenly changed. What if there was no finish line? And in my attempt to keep up, I lost the gifts I was born with. For a beauty so insecure, it couldn't commit to itself. And it's called, The Lies They Sell. I think as women, a lot of us can uh, relate to that. And yes. men as well. I can't yeah. say that.
0: Yeah, I I think that it is relatable to anyone. What does that bring up for you? Like, why is that one of your favorites?
1: I feel like, especially with, like, everything I went through in life with the trauma and trying to fit in, like, every household that I had to stay at. Mm-hmm. For me, I had to fit in a lot in all the different schools I actually attended. And I felt like I almost had to hold back a lot of myself in order to I don't want to say fit in because I'm also not like that type of person but also like not be authentically myself yeah I held back a lot and when it comes to like me with beauty and having like so much self-esteem issues as growing up as well you know I will say there was a time in my 20s that I felt so free and so like in love with who I was becoming. Yeah. That I can see where she wrote that from and how good it felt. Mm-hmm. And even now, once I became a mom and you know your body changes and yes. things change, I struggle with it a lot. Mm-hmm. So I'm also like now learning again to like love myself, not by the other's beauty standards, but like by my own. Mm-hmm. And I want to teach my kids that as well. Yeah. So like it's something that like, it kind of gives me a little feeling in my heart.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's, well, because it, it talks about what kind of what we talked a little bit about, I think, in every episode now, is that we talk about this relationship with perfection mm-hmm. and, like, what that actually is. And I think the way that she phrases it of, like, how how it changes, perfection itself is in my opinion, like it's unattainable, but like, it's really cool to think of like what, what your actual like standard mm-hmm. is for yourself. I know like that. I think I definitely have noticed the changes of my body, like after having two children. And that's been something that I've been working on and feel a better relationship with my own body versus like feeling like I have to be the skinniest, and that and that skinny equals pretty. Well, the and most that, attractive. Period. Like, uh, right. Like, and I don't want to say yeah. the
1: most attractive, but like to keep up. Right,
0: right, right, With right, right. whatever
1: the beauty standard is right now, yes. And that's just too much, and so it's a lot not of true. Yeah, <laughs> and and it's just I wouldn't want my kids to think that way. Right. So, like for me, it's now the time to like go back to that twenty-year-old that was like, you know what? You have your own mind. You yeah. have your own likes. You have your own wants. Work on those. Right. And that's it. Right. You know? And that's, I think, where she kind of hits the nail on the head. Like, Yes. It's you.
0: Right. Like, it doesn't matter, really, in the grand scheme of things, what a stranger thinks about you and your body and your appearance. Like, it's like you're so much deeper yes. than your... Than that which I think she has another poem about that, but I, oh, there's I, so many. There's good so ones. many <laughs>
1: the whole time we kept looking at each other, like, Oh, god, <laughs> she did it again every time. So, yeah, what's your favorite poem?
0: Mine is What's the greatest lesson a woman should learn? That since day one, she's already had everything she needs within herself, it's the world that convinced her that she
1: did not, which is kind of also relatable to that, it one. is definitely.
0: For sure. I, for me, I think, especially when I talk about, like, my issues with, like, people-pleasing mm-hmm. and the the anxiety from that and everything, that, like, I have looked outside of myself to, like, find, like, fulfillment kind of from other people. Yes. And to hear, especially where I think I've been on my journey, especially over the past, the last couple of years to know that i've had all of this inside of me this whole time like my my strength my resilience my intelligence and that i didn't really like i've been basing so much of my worth on what other people think of me and now that i finally find some real value (laughs) in in myself and like my own self-worth, like I realized that like it doesn't necessarily rely on all of that outside stuff all of the time, that I feel like it's just this really beautiful, empowering poem to read. And I think I have this one printed out. I know I had it in my office when I was still doing counseling. I had it there for myself, but I think this is one that I have printed out on my quote wall beside my bed <laughs> because it is just like such a good reminder for me, especially on the days where I'm like, eh, like not having as great of a day mm-hmm. to be like, wait a second. No, like you are so capable even if you need a day of rest or something because that's something that I've been been working on. But yeah, that's one of my favorite one of my favorites. I have a lot of favorites. You'll probably see them posted <laughs> on social media from time to time because her words are just so powerful and able. Like you're able to have such a good discussion about what she says because there's such a deeper meaning, even if there's only a couple of words. And that's why I was saying, like when we were getting ready to record this today, and that's one of the reasons why I love writing so much because. I I don't write poetry, but I, I journal a lot and I write like short stories and stuff for myself, not for
1: <laughs> Well you gen- share some. I do
0: share some of them. But I feel like that like it's amazing how powerful words are and how powerful writing is. That's why I always like say that like journaling is one of my favorite tools. Admittedly I do not always do it when I should, but I'm trying I'm working on that, trying to get better at it. But it's one of the things that I always suggest to other people too, because it's you and a pen and a piece of paper. There's so much freedom to you express yourself, express yourself, mm-hmm. and to be so deeply authentic. That what that documentary that we watched on Netflix to Stutz
1: Doctor Stutz.
0: Yeah, he he says something in there about how. Uh, journaling is a mirror of yourself. Writing yes. is a mirror of yourself. So, like, you get to look at it and read it back, and be like, "Oh," and like, notice something new about yourself. Or, you know, later you read That's something and you, yeah, you realize like how far you've come mm-hmm. or something. And I haven't been to a poetry reading since probably college, mm-hmm. <laughs> before. Um, At like, you know, like a local coffee house or whatever to hear like spoken word stuff. So it was so it was such a cool reminder last night to hear like spoken word again and like listen, like feel the impact like that it has on you and like feel all of the emotions that it brings up when you hear hear words that I think can mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people, depending on where you're. At, I know? mean,
1: you felt the whole room feel oh, it with you. Yes. And I think that that was the amazing part. Because also there was a uh, opening act. Her name was Dior. And she was amazing as well. She was so good. So I think, like, for me, this is my first poetry reading. But I've been watching Spoken Words on YouTube and things like yeah. that before. But to experience a life was just, like, a different feeling. And, like, the energy in the room was so good as well. It was so um, cool. It just felt really... Positive and, you know, there was a talk about like, everybody was so open to talk about emotions or hear about emotions, feelings and things like that. Like, you know, from her talking about her depression and her traumas, yeah. and then to then talk about, you know issues with men which yes. some of it was so funny yeah. um to then talk about how loving herself and yeah. then to love yourself and then from her trying to always tell you to stay positive and keep on fighting for what you really want yeah um it's just always just such good positive energy i yes. felt like
0: i th- i also thought it was really cool cuz like the, um at the beginning she had said like what do you do at like a poetry reading and you snap mm-hmm. and she was like I don't want you to do that like I if something resonates with you scream yell whatever and so I felt like that was kind of cool to like hear mm-hmm. throughout the thing too was like the different things that like resonated with people they would like kind of like clap or yell or whatever and like it was it, I feel like that just kind of created some kind of community too to like know that like different people like resonated with different things i know Mm -hmm. there was like one part where i like started clapping and like no one else was clapping and i was like oh i guess that (laughs) that 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 hits me right now
1: (laughs) no i think it was it was just (sighs) it was good all the way and um definitely looking to see if we can do more of this absolutely Um, because it was a good time also as moms to get away (laughs) well yeah
0: we haven't uh, that's i feel like we can say that too we haven't really taken a break from from motherhood stuff Mm -hmm. in a while a while (laughs) (laughs) ever since (laughs) um so it was kind of nice to get away we're I mean we're only here we were only here last night and we'll we'll go back back home this afternoon but it was nice to just have an evening where we had time to like do our hair and our makeup and there wasn't anybody like, hey, 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 I need yeah, you. Yeah. I need a snack. Where are we going? What are you I doing? Think
1: <laughs> the good experience that I felt came out of it, and I don't know if you can relate to this, is for me, is I'm going through this journey right now where I'm learning to love myself again. Mm-hmm. And even more in a different way than when I was younger. Yeah, Because yeah. I'm a different person now. Right. But I think this was also part of it. Working on getting to know the me uh, right now. And I think going to see her as well and her empowering women. Mind you, she's a lot younger than me, but not too much. Not <laughs> a lot. Stop. But <laughs> for her to empower us and say like, love yourself. Like, yeah, you can be sad. You can go through depression, but you also can love yourself mm-hmm. and you can make mistakes and it's okay. Mm-hmm. She's done it too, but you can also love yourself. And I think that's so important, and that's one thing that a lot of us sometimes don't listen to, that voice in the back of our heads telling us, hey, like, you're here, you got to take care of you. Right. And you're like, no, this person goes first, this situation goes first, and you never do that. So you always keep putting yourself on the back burner. And at least for me, that's my experience, and I'm working on putting myself out there with everyone else. Right and this was such a like a good time to learn more to my new path in a way
0: for sure i i think sometimes even though like we don't always want to need it sometimes it's nice to have permission to feel a certain way From about yourself. something because i think i think as human beings like there's so much going on in the world a lot of the time that like we get caught up in in whatever our role is, right? Like whether that's motherhood, whether that's, you know, our career, whether that's our relationship, our family relationships, whatever it is, that's right? Me. Like it you get caught up in that and like kind of like forget like hey, wait a second. Like <laughs> I am a human being who has wants and needs and you know deserves rest and play just as much as I, you know, I'm being productive, which, like, she talked about that last night, too. Mm-hmm. And that was, like, a nice reminder, I think, That's that... Fun. Yeah. And, but, like, I think, like, yeah, the, that it's nice to have a reminder that, like, you can love yourself mm-hmm. all the time. Like, you don't just have to be doing A, B, and C in order to, like, deserve your own love and respect and time, you know?
1: Yes. And that's what I mean. Like that little voice in the back of the head telling you like, Hey, I'm here. Like we ignore it so much. Mm-hmm. And like, we always say like, no, I can't do both. But it's like, we talk about, you can be sad and still love yourself. Yes. You know, yes. you can love yourself through the sadness, the anger, the happiness. Like it's just to be centered and to love yourself. Right. Because you are you, like you have the control of you. Right. And that's, that's so important. And now myself, have put that in the back burner for so long. And it's time to, I'm getting older, and I'm not saying I'm old, but, like, I'm getting older, and I just want to be, you know, who I want to be.
0: Right. Like, have peace about who you are.
1: and Yeah, like, do yeah. everything with purpose, yeah. with peace. And the purpose yeah. that, I, that I refer to is the purpose of making myself happy Mm -hmm. you know yeah I think that a lot of her shows also likes talk so much about like the self-worth which has to do with loving yourself as well but like even with like relationships and things like that when she talks about like I can't let you have full control even though I love you Mm -hmm. or I care about you kind of thing that's kind of how I interpret some of her poems um in a way which I think is so important too like especially with like trauma sometimes you have to deal with. And it's not just relationships, period. It's any kind of, not partner-wise, but I mean, any kind of relationship. Yeah. I myself am such a people pleaser, which I'm working on. But for me, it's always like, always, which always has to do with putting somebody else first. Yeah. But um, always going by somebody else's wants. Right. And, and I think that's something that like, yeah, sometimes it makes me happy to see other people happy. But they should also, if like, I feel like if they care about me, they should also feel the same way.
0: Oh, for sure. So, like,
1: somewhere we have to compromise. where Like, what makes me happy also makes you happy in a way. Right. Or, like, sometimes, you know, something you do, I can do that makes you happy. And something I do, I can, you know, you can do that makes me happy. Right. So, like, I think that's, it's so many things, like her book is so relatable and I literally like see her, I was like, oh, that could be my little sister because we think alike, we talk alike. And this just to me, it was so like, and I didn't know anything about her until Jackie actually mentioned her to me because I was going through a hard time and looking into poetry just to, it soothes me and and it makes me feel more relaxed. And like Jackie mentioned- words. Yeah, and like like, being so relatable, Mm -hmm. like it's not just you. Like, I know so many of our listeners, too, like, sometimes can relate to us, Mm -hmm. which is the most important thing. And, like, I feel like, for me, that's how I feel about her, too, you know? Yeah. And it's so, like, then it helps you understand yourself a little bit better as well, I feel like, at least from my perspective.
0: Yeah, I I found out about her, uh, like, a couple years ago when I was still practicing, like, therapy. And... I had a patient come in that uh, she brought, like, the book in, and she was like, I just found this book, and I've been reading it, and, like, I wanted to, like, share some of these poems with you that, like, I feel, like, really, like, relate to my experience. And I remember, like, it was a really cool session with her because, like, we were going through that poetry and, like, how powerful it was to her. And I, like, remember, like, jotting it down to be, like gonna look this up (laughs) later and and I went home and like bought the first two books off of Amazon Mm because that was before Homebody was out and I read them and I remember like the next time I saw her I was like thank you thank you for recommending these books like Mm -hmm. these are these are amazing and so I've I've gone to them at at different times but I I feel like because she kind of writes them in a way um that I think demonstrates like growth kind of like throughout her journey that like you can kind of go pick mm-hmm. one at any time and be like, oh, this is where I am right now. Mm-hmm. And like this, like I can really relate to that. And I think that's really cool. So like I'm always excited for for something else to to come out. And I'm excited for her new book because I think she actually like helps you write poetry, yeah, yeah. like your own poetry which maybe we'll have to come back around to that when we mm-hmm. finally get around to do it. We'll share our own poems. We'll see if they're as
1: powerful. <laughs> <laughs> might, not, might, not make, it might not make much sense. Or sign is nice, but hey. No, but it's funny you say that because the words that you just used literally describe of how I felt when you introduced me to it. Because yeah. then I, like, I remember like texting you and be like, jackie like every single thing and you were like at a time because i was going through such a hard time you're like maybe this is not such a good idea and i was like no it's perfect because she feels how i feel i feel mm-hmm. like even though she's not talking to me she understands mm-hmm. exactly how i felt and um then i bought two books and i bought the audible and the books so (laughs) that's how good she is that's how like good and um she's one of those poetry um writers who has become mainstream which is like not as easy and there's not Not as many unfortunately but um like it was just such a good experience like from listening to her the first time to now listening to her live because we bought those tickets within like I will say a couple, because I was like, I want to see her, like, live. Well, and we were like, well, oh, she's going to be in Philly. Yeah. And then we were like, no, you know what, let's go to Washington. Because <laughs> it's closer and it's sooner. Right. And, like, that's how bad <laughs> I wanted to, like, experience this. And
0: I'm so glad we did it, because oh, I think yeah. we hesitated a little bit. We're like, oh, like, should we? And then and then we decided to do it, and I am so glad that we did. And I wanted to point out, too, I I like that you brought up the point that, like, me Mm -hmm. sharing how I found out about her and then sharing out with you Mm -hmm. how I found out about her and how it was very similar. I feel like that's such a good... Life. Well, like, it's such a good analogy to the fact that, like, we... Pain is universal. Whether we want to admit it or not, whether we're comfortable with it or we're uncomfortable with it. And I feel like that's why... The words are so powerful because when you do get to be a little bit more comfortable with like sitting with some of these things, because like we've said, and like we will continue to say, it doesn't have to be the most horrific experience imaginable to be trauma. That's still trauma, right? Mm-hmm. But there are so many other things maybe that feel, I want to say, quote unquote, smaller that happen that can still kind of like disrupt our nervous system and our thoughts about ourselves or our situation or someone else or whatever like that that all counts right so like the fact that just talking about like this poetry that like the poetry is a universal experience we can relate to that the emotions are universal a universal experience as well like I feel like that really relates to also like what Mm -hmm. we're trying to do yeah
1: yeah definitely I mean I feel like and and that's the, the thing, like, hey, you let me know to listen to this to make my time go a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it did. And, you know, like, that's why, like, for us to, like, convince ourselves to do this. Yeah. It's, like, part of our change as well. For sure. And I think, you know, that's – that's it was such a big deal. And it's definitely, you know, with everything I've been through lately, it helps so much. And I feel like we all need a little bit of that, like – yeah. And this is for us to let you know, like, hey, if you need to do something to make yourself a little bit happier, you know, or a lot, just, you know, to, to go experience life and do something that you normally wouldn't do for yourself. Yeah. Like...
0: Like, go outside of yeah. of the box sometimes. Yeah, do it. Because, well, like, it, it's... There's a lot to be said, and I think she talked about that last night, too, like, celebrating if you got through hard times yes like the fact like i think her specific there's a poem about it but i'm gonna paraphrase (laughs) what she said about like you know there should be parades for people who have gone through dark times because of how difficult it is to sometimes like get yourself out of bed sometimes how difficult it is to pick up the phone and call someone how difficult it is to like make yourself breakfast in the morning. Like there mm-hmm. there we don't talk about how how hard it is to go through hard things sometimes and what is hard for someone else might be really easy mm-hmm. <laughs> to someone. And and that's like the difference of like life experiences, right? But when when you do find yourself at a point when there's even just like this like glint of motivation to try something new or to do something different or to look at something differently than you have before like grab it grab Mm -hmm. it hold on to it do that one tiny little thing that feels different and it will probably make a bigger impact on you than you realize that doesn't mean that it has to look big to everyone else it can be small <laughs> in in the grand scheme of things to everyone else, but it can be big to you and that's what matters, I think. And so I yeah, I would very much encourage anyone to try something out of your comfort zone, even if it's just thinking of something just a little bit differently. You don't have to necessarily, you know, go to DC and see a poet, but you can do a small yep. <laughs> a smaller thing too. And it will have just as much of an impact because of what it means to you.
1: It's like almost like facing your fears as well. Yes, for sure. Sometimes it's not as bad as we make it in our heads to be. Yes. And I'm one that I'm learning that. I'm facing so many of my fears. I'm like, no, I'm going to do it, you know, kind of thing. So like for me, that's something that's like just try it sometimes and just do it. Even if it scares you, and it's not easy. I mean, I struggle with it every day. It's not easy, but it's definitely some. Sometimes it's worth it.
0: I mean, can I can I say this? You you drove here, which yes. I was planning on driving. It's about two and a half hours from where we live, and I was planning
1: on driving because I have a fear here. of driving far, far distances. Yeah, I and- had.
0: And I, so I like, we meet up, I'm going to get in Paula's car. And I was like, I have my glasses. I brought my glasses so I can drive at nighttime. I'm ready to drive. And she was like, nope, I'm going to do it. And I was like, what? Oh, okay. Well, like I brought yes. my stuff. So like, I'm ready to like switch off at any time. But we got here in one piece.
1: I mean, it was a little scared. <laughs> it was then. a little
0: bit scary. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I not know where was. I was holding on to that <laughs> little bar thing in the car
1: at the end. No, but it definitely took a lot <laughs> out of me. But I but for I was sure. so proud of you. I was so I proud of you. And I'm proud of myself, I mean, yes. Because I'm crying. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, because further I ever drove was what, like an hour to Harrisburg. Yeah, um, for work. And that took a lot out of me. So yeah. this time I stretched it a little more and I was like, "You know what? What what has been stopping me all this time?" Right. Like it's not terrible. Like it's me and that's she's still crying I'm by still the way she's crying it's fine everything's fine <laughs> but it, it, that's life we do that to ourselves all the time we stop ourselves from becoming bigger and better things because we let fear hold us back and that was part of me proving to myself that that doesn't have to be life
0: okay.
1: we i can't keep letting fear stop me from becoming bigger and better of a person that I want to be like free authentic like we talk about all the time and I think that that's important and that was me teaching me that so then eventually other people can do them, the thing for themselves she also still I'm so proud of you
0: because because I'm so proud of you oh, I'm proud of you thanks. for sharing that I'm proud of you for doing it I'm proud of you yeah <laughs> and I and and I'm not always angry. I cry sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> we cry a lot. <laughs> I, 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 well, more now I cry more now. we are very
1: expressive women, so. <laughs>
0: Get ready. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, now. but anyways, with that okay. being said, we're going to end up closing this now. I want to leave you guys with a little poem by Rippy. And it goes, it's called To the Reader. Stay strong through your pain. Grow flowers from it. You have helped me grow flowers out of mine. So bloom beautifully, dangerously, loudly. Bloom softly, however you need. Just bloom.
0: I love it. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to our bonus episode. And as always, you get your friendly reminders to follow us on at Comforting the Chaos on Instagram or join our Facebook group, which is also entitled Comforting the Chaos, um, to engage in some discussions about things related to mental health things related to the podcast in general and we thank you so much for being here
1: thank you for listening